Hello? Is anybody out there? There is! Hooray! It's us, and we're back! Well, tell them who we are then, will ya? From the Jeff Radio Radio Network. This is Radio Popstand. Podcasting. Oh, world's most powerful radio transmitter. The internet. From the Jeff Radio Network. This is Radio Popstand. Podcasting. Oh, world's most powerful radio transmitter. The internet. Welcome to Broadcast 24 of the mighty Radio Pop Stand. And we have a few bits and bobs for you today on this station, brought to you by the world's most powerful radio transmitter, the internet. What have we got for you then? Well, we got the early days of Radio Caroline from the MV Caroline. We got a brief look at the app F3, a current favourite of mine. We've got external microphones for my iPad or iPhone, but which way to go? And also, we have all the latest hot news. It's all for you here on Radio Popstand. Don't forget, if you want to make contact with Radio Popstand, you can so do either via Twitter, username Jeffers on here, that's spelt J E F F E R S O N H E R E. You can send a voice message if you use the Anchor app, or, and this is an exciting new method, you can also send a voice message via the internet browser by going to the following URL. It's https colon forward slash forward slash anchor.fm forward slash Jeffers on here forward slash message. I'll put that URL in the broadcast notes of this episode of Radio Pop Stand. The beauty of leaving a voice message is it could be featured in a future episode of Radio Pop Stand. So, become a part of the Pop Stand experience. Wow. Right, okay, on with the broadcast. And firstly, let's go back to the early 1960s and a life in the UK with no 24-hour-a-day music radio. That's what it was like. Before March 1964, your only chance of hearing pop music over the airwaves in the United Kingdom was for a few hours per week by the BBC or during the evenings from the station Radio Luxembourg, which was on the European mainland. Although, I have to say, the signal quality from Luxembourg could be subject to much fading in and out for many parts of the UK. The only other method to hear pop music was if you were lucky enough to own a record player. You could buy 7-inch vinyl records that, in most cases, contained two songs, one on each side of the record. Each of these records cost about six shillings and sixpence in 1964. That's about 32p in the current decimal currency we have here in the UK. There was no such thing as digital music players and certainly no internet to stream music your way. 
In the early 1960s, Ronan O'Reilly, an Irish businessman, was attempting to secure singer Georgie Fame with a record contract, but was being frustrated at every move he made to do so. Firstly, none of the existing record companies were interested, so Ronan decided to create his own record label. Then, to his horror, he discovered that the BBC will only play established recording artists on their few music programmes. He contacted Radio Luxembourg, and once again his hopes were dashed when he was informed that the record shows on the station were all sponsored by four major record companies, so there was no way they would be able to play his records. At this point, Ronan realised the only thing he could do to solve this roadblock was to start his own radio station. On Easter Day 1964, Radio Caroline came sailing onto the airwaves from a converted passenger ferry, the MV Fredericia, which was renamed the MV Caroline. This was the start of 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week coverage by many different stations over the years from various ships and structures around the UK coastline but just outside territorial limits, so avoiding any need to be licensed. The majority of these broadcasting stations provided a wealthy diet of pop music from gramophone records, something that the BBC could not do, even if at the time they had the inclination to so do. The playing of music over the airwaves was very much restricted in those days and controlled by organisations such as the Musicians' Union in an effort to protect the livelihood of the musicians which they helped. The BBC Light Programme was the BBC station that had responsibility for playing pop music in those days, together with news, comedy shows, sport, drama and other general interest programmes. The restrictions ruled, and even with the pop music shows that were broadcast, there was only one that played back-to-back pop music records. Many of these programmes were interspersed with orchestras playing their versions of the hits of the day, not really what the youngsters of the day wanted to hear. They wanted to hear the Beach Boys singing Good Vibrations, not the BBC Northern Dance Orchestra with their instrumental interpretation. This is where the sea-based broadcasters were a godsend, with their non-stop pop music format. But not only were the likes of Caroline, London, City and England bringing pop music to the listeners, they were also providing something to listen to in terms of the presentation that was fun to listen to. Gone! was the rigid presentation format where there was a pause between each item, the announcer spoke slowly from a script that must under no circumstances be deviated from. These new broadcasters were bringing an exciting must-listen-to for a burst of fresh air where you didn't want to miss one moment. 
The DJs became a part of the family. Listeners followed the events that occurred to these offshore broadcasters with a passion. And, being at sea, the events that occurred were numerous and eventful, and quite often made headline news. One of the first such events to occur after Caroline had started broadcasting was a visit to the MV Caroline by the customs vessel the Venturus. Simon D was on duty as this visit occurred. News time, State Line, Wednesday the 6th of May 1964. We interrupt this programme to bring you a news report. The customs vessel Venturus drew close to the MV Caroline at approximately 12.30pm today. The master of the vessel requested permission to board the MV Caroline in order to inspect our bonded stores. He was advised that one person only could board the ship. This offer was not accepted, and shortly after, the Venturus turned and sailed away from the Caroline. We shall bring you any further news developments as and when they happen, but now we return you to our scheduled programme. From the very beginning, the government of the day was not happy with these pop pirates of the airways, bringing all this enjoyment to the masses, Questions were asked in Parliament as to why the Venturus did not board the Caroline and tow her away. The MV Caroline was soon joined at a close anchorage by another vessel with the same intention of bringing music record programmes for the listener's pleasure. Radio Atlanta from the MV Mi Amigo commenced broadcasts on Tuesday the 12th of May 1964. But that's another story. And you'll have to wait to hear that another day. This is Radio Pop Sound. I hope in the future to bring some more features concerning offshore radio in future broadcasts from Radio Pop Stand. This is Pop Stand, broadcasting to the world from Eastbourne. And now, a few words about an app that has recently been brought to my attention. Remember my words of admiration during our last transmission of the app Teleonum? Never quite sure how to say that one. <laughs> well, there's another app that I've um, just come to my attention since Popstem was last on the air, and it's got a very similar ideal. If you recall, Teleonum is based around questions being asked by users and said answers being answered by other users. Quite a simple concept, but it does provide some interesting and in some cases revealing answers. This new app, or at least new to me, allows for the same asking of questions, either anonymously or by revealing your name, whichever you prefer, but the method of giving your answers is greatly extended. Previously, it's been an answer by text only. Now, your answers can be in text, photographic, video, or even a drawing, which can be drawn within the app. Well worth a look, I think, if you want to see some of my posts to get an idea of the app in action, have a look at a video I posted on my Twitter feed on the 11th of May. The app's name is F3. Much easier to remember than and pronounce than 
Teleonum, I think. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> Not a doubt about it. You can also go to uh, your favourite internet browser and tap in a URL, which I shall give you, which is f3.call forward slash Jeffers on here. That's J-E-F-F-E-R-S. O-N-H-E-R-E, Jeff is on here, and you'll be able to review my F3 profile. I'll give that to you again. It's f3.call forward slash Jeffers on here. My username on F3 and on Twitter is, wait for it, <laughs> Jeffers on here. If you do enjoy the app, please do follow me. I'll follow you back. And I look forward to answering your questions. This is Radio Popstand. Broadcasting from the world's most powerful radio transmitter, the internet. This is Radio Popstand. And now, microphones. An interesting topic. <coughs> microphones. Yes, microphones. I record my offerings for Radio Pop Stand, sometimes on my iPhone, sometimes on my iPad. Although this works well, I do feel, however, that perhaps the quality could be better with an external microphone. But the number of microphones out there is somewhat vast. So where does one start in purchasing such an item? I noticed from my research that some need a power to function, which is quite understandable, but then I see this power comes from your iPad or iPhone, and I've seen videos where this power is quite a power drain, requiring the iPad iPhone to be charging during microphone use. Now, does this have any detrimental effects on battery life, I wonder? Lots of questions, lots of research to do, I think, yes, definitely, before plunging in and purchase is made. This is Radio Pop Sand. I wish I knew which way to go. Oh well, never mind, really do need a comprehensive tutorial on the subject. Broadcasting as often as we can, this is Pop Stand. <coughs> Across your yard, across your city, across the nation, across the world, and throughout the whole universe, this is Radio Popstand News. Up to date, accurate reports from our team of correspondents. Dateline, Sunday the 19th of May 2019. Your newscaster is Follington Flaftrite. Reports are coming in of a dog walk on Friday that didn't quite go according to plan. Our reporter was on the scene to witness what did occur. Friday morning just before 7 o'clock and the doggy walk, it has just commenced. The sky was very much overcast. The sun was nowhere to be seen. It appears that's the way our forthcoming weekend will also be. So there we are trotting along when Benji Dog suddenly stopped. That was a spot of rain I just felt, he did say. But Benji... It's like a bit of damp air, I tried to reassure. You can't really call that rain. No, I've had enough. I want to go home, said Benji, 
well establishing his hold on the place he had stopped. He pulled and he tugged until I did give in, and back home we did go. Benji, safe inside, it was left to Binny Dog and I, that should read Mini Dog, not the Binny Dog, Mini Dog. I'll start that sentence again. Benji, safe inside, oh dear, <clears throat> I'm not going to start the whole thing again. I'm going to start that sentence again. Benji Dog safe inside, so it was left to Minnie Dog and I to complete the walk. There was more excitement to come as we were about to meet one of Minnie's boyfriends. Mr Biscuit, the friendly chihuahua, was at the corner just by the bridge. We raced along the path as Minnie was eager to greet her friend. Silly Benji, missing all the fun because of a few spots of wet stuff coming down from above. I hope it's dry wherever you are, and you have a fantastic Friday. This is Radio Pepstand News. A very serious situation in the life of niece Lauren, as her sky cue box did break. Once again, we have a reporter on the scene to describe what did occur. But before we do go to this report, a word of caution that the report does contain some singing by a Jeffer goat. Now, dear little Lauren this morning, she did say to me, do you think you can have a look and see if you can find out what's wrong with my sky cue box? You see, the red light stays on all the time and I can't watch anything. It just won't come on. Okay, Lauren, I'll have a little look to see what I can do. No promises now. I had a look on sky.com to see what instructions they give to try and sort such a problem out. Well, I certainly did. And it said, first of all, you need to pull the plug out from the mains and then put it back in after a few minutes. Wait a little while and hopefully it may work. Did it work? No. Oh, dearie me. And then it said, press the query button on your remote control. And if the light on the remote control flashes, that means your batteries are okay. But if it doesn't, you need new batteries. Well, the lights did flash on the remote control. I thought, well, dear, what can I do now? I'll tell you what, I'll change the batteries. You never know, that may do the trick. I changed the batteries. Did it work? No. Oh, dear. And then I tried to use the buttons on the sky tube box itself. But still, it would not work. I tell you what, in my cupboard I have a size 9.5 hammer. Shall I give that a go? Well, you might as well, because nothing else works. So I did. And did it work? No! Oh dear, that dreaded light, it will not go off. No, it will not. It just stays on all the time. Your skybox will not work. Oh dear. Sorry, Lauren, but uh, there's going to be no Game of Thrones for you tonight. I tell you what, though, I've got a DVD here of Thunderbirds. Would you like to watch that? No, I wouldn't, Jeffrey. I don't want to see Thunderbirds. All right, well, I just thought I'd ask. I really do think that ITN and the BBC should take a leaf out of our reporter's method of reporting and sing a few of their field reports. 
And just a footnote on this story, we understand from a reliable source that Lauren's Sky Q-Box has now been replaced, and all is well. Lauren, we believe, is well chuffed. This is News. Did you watch the Eurovision Song Contest last night, or did you forget? If you'd like to catch up, on the songs that were played, you can. Now, via an internet radio station, I've discovered this morning. Here in the UK, BBC Radio 2 normally has a pop-up additional station that appears over Eurovision period on DAB Digital Radio. But it doesn't seem to have appeared this year. BBC cutbacks, no doubt, but anyway. So I thought I'd have a look on my internet radio to see if something similar was about. And I found this station called My Radio Eurovision. They appear to be playing studio versions of the Eurovision entries of this year. There's the occasional announcement, not in English, unfortunately, but they are very occasional and short. Worth a listen if you're a Eurovision fan. This is News. And now, against my better judgment, here's some sports news. Hey, guess what? We've got some hot news for you. Oh, really? Okay, then, let's hear it. Yeah, it's from the sports desk. Uh, no, wait a minute, we don't do sports news on this station. Oh, no, but you'll love this news. Oh, okay, then, what is it, then? Um, well, there's, there's, there's four English teams in the cup final. Really? Cool, well... Does that mean does that mean there are going to be four goalposts? Yeah, one at each end and one each side. Cool, wow! <laughs> cool. Okay, well that's the end of the sports news. Oh, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. There won't be any more. Hooray! Have a good day. And just in case you were wondering, no, I won't be watching. This is <laughs> That was the news. This is your newscaster, Follington Flaifetrite. I believe that's my name. Hmm. <laughs> um, Dateline, Sunday, the 19th of May, 2019. That was Radio News. This is Radio Pop Stand. Wow, that time has just flown away as it's nearly time to turn off the transmitters and make way for those other wonderful podcasts from podcasters around the world, both near and far. Don't forget, if you want to make contact with Radio Popstand, you can so do, either via the Twitter, which is the username of Jeffers on here. Do you want me to spell it again? Okay, I will. It's J-E-F-F-E-R-S-O-N-H-E-R-E. You can send a voice message if you use the Anchor app or an exciting new way, you can also send a voice message via the internet browser by going to the following URL or even URL. Get it around the right way. I did get it around the right way. Oh, all right. Stop arguing with yourself, will ya? Oh, all right then. It's HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash anchor dot FM forward slash Jeffers on here forward slash 
message. You'll also find that URL in the broadcast notes of this episode of Radio Popstead. You can leave a voice message and it could be featured in a future broadcast of Radio Popstead. You, yes you, could become a part of the Popstead experience. This has been broadcast number 24, 24, my word, yes, broadcast 24 of Radio Popstand. There have been 23 previous broadcasts and they are all available now on your favourite podcast player. Just search for Radio Popstand. This is, yes, this is Radio Popstand. This is Radio Popstand, yes, broadcasting via the world's most powerful, yeah, it certainly is powerful, radio transmitter, the internet. We'll be back. We'll be back soon. Don't know when, but we will be back. This is Radio Popstand. Goodbye. This is Radio Popstand. This is Radio Popstand.